Hi, and welcome back to my podcast called Steps to the Spirit. This is Season 1, and today we'll be doing Episode 7. In this episode, I'd like to address the second step in the 12-step program. We'll be talking mostly about my version of the 12 steps, and only because I have made it my version because it's easier for me to understand and to apply to my life. So my version of step two is, came to believe that a power greater than myself could restore me to sanity. I believe each step is a gift, and the gift of this step is the gift of belief. First of all, we did step one last week, and if I really took a hard look at my life and, and how I was behaving in step one, and I admitted I was powerless, and admitted that I couldn't manage my life, if I was serious about that, well, that's going to leave a pretty big empty spot in my person. So now again... I know that these steps were written in this order for a reason. I have a chance to patch up that emptiness and look at my answer for that emptiness. Again, I've been looking at the steps through a practical approach as well as a spiritual approach, which is the approach that I've taken recently. So in a practical approach... Uh, First of all, I know a lot of you uh, probably believe in some form of God. And that may be your automatic response to a power greater than yourself. Fine if it is. If you don't believe in God, if you're an agnostic or an atheist, then a lot of these 12-step programs will recommend that you look to, for instance, the group as a higher power. They suggest that you make use of the group as a whole to give you some kind of strength and some kind of answer to be able to change your behavior. After all, I only got well, either practically or spiritually, when I realized that if I kept doing the things the way I used to be doing them, I was going to get the same results. So step two is the next step, pardon the pun, uh, in an answer for an unmanageable life. It kind of gives me hope. It kind of says, look, you haven't been able to do things. Here is a way that we have found to be able to handle our lives. So even if you believe in God, or if you don't, They're saying that you can use going to a 12-step group meeting, um, participating in that program, finding people to talk to, listening to other people talk and tell their stories, listening to how they were able to overcome their difficulties and their addictions. And I was grateful to be able to be applying my life in some other way than my addiction, to be able to at least socialize with other people, to see that other people had answers that I didn't even have a clue about. 
So I would suggest to really think about what your power is. There must be something, there has to be something that's greater than myself. Now don't forget at this point, I hadn't really looked hard enough at myself to realize that I had a big problem with self-worth. What I actually had was a big problem with ego. And with a problem with my ego, then it was really difficult to really find any power greater than me. I was the be-all and end-all. Eventually, however, I was hurting so much that I thought this was the end. I had to do something or I really, I didn't know what I, else I could possibly do if I didn't turn to some other solution. So what is it for you? Is it God? Is it meetings? I've heard some strange things at meetings that people use for a higher power. I will say it probably isn't a good idea to use a person um, as a higher power. The higher power I'm talking about, for me, is God, of course. But the higher power is something or someone who is never going to let you down, who is always going to be strong who is always going to be there for me when I need support, when I need love, when I need just any help of any kind. When I need understanding, that higher power will be there for me. People don't usually fit that bill. They may temporarily. Um, we are all great people, some or most of the time. But we have our, our times when we are certainly not the greatest in the world. So I would hope that you think long and hard about who your higher power is, what your higher power is, and make up your mind to try to let that higher power help you in your life. Now, as far as the spiritual aspects of step two, well, for me, who, who I have always believed in God, I, again, I brought, was brought up Catholic, I never lost my faith in God. I never said to myself, why have you done this to me? Why have you done this to the world? Why, why, why? Um, I never had that kind of a problem. I know a lot of people do. I know a lot of people are angry with God. From my point of view, I think that's misplaced anger. But all I can really speak to is, is my relationship with God. I think I questioned more the second part of the second step was restoring me to sanity. And I thought at first, uh, at least in the practical step, what are you talking about? Uh, I wasn't in a nut house. I wasn't acting weird. What, how could I possibly think I was, had any problem with sanity? Well, over time, I, when I did look at, at my history. And that's why I say that some of these steps, especially the first three, aren't necessarily just jumped into the steps and take the first steps one right after the other. I did a lot of soul searching. I did a lot of introspection in the fourth step and the fifth step when I spoke to other people about it. And I started to realize that a sane person 
never treated other people the way I did, never acted the way I did, never did the things I did to hurt myself. So I finally realized that there was hardly any sanity, strong sanity to talk about in my life. I really needed help. And from the spiritual point of view, now when I look at that step, I wonder, was I ever really sane? Was I ever really able to look at life by itself and be sane without filtering it through what I do now is filtering it through my spirit. So again, let me ask you, um, practical second step or spiritual second step? The practical way to approach this program or the spiritual way? I would ask you, how far do you want to go? I had to ask myself that question. How far did I want to go? Because when I did the practical steps, when I just put one foot in front of the other and tried to just get better, I always ended up letting myself down. I never quite was ready to surrender. I was never quite ready to let go. When I finally used these steps in the spiritual way, I could see the meaning of the saying that they have in some of the 12-step groups. I came, I came to, and I came to believe. So on one hand, I think I said at one point that the first three steps are kind of sometimes hee-hawed or, or not really taken that seriously. And from a practical point of view, they may not need to be taken that seriously. Maybe I just needed to jump into the program, get busy, take a little look at myself and see how I was doing and say, hey, yeah, maybe I better change this, change that. Of course, I couldn't drink or I couldn't use or do whatever I was addicted to. That was a given. So, okay, forget that. Let's just try to turn our lives around, get a good job, and see what happens. However, now that I'm looking at this program from a very, very spiritual point of view, there is no question about the importance of the first, second, and third steps. I realize now that in looking at and working on the second step is one of the most crucial things I can do in this whole program. Why? Because it sets me up. It sets up my attitude. It sets me up to say, okay, I need help. And I'm willing to try to find some help somewhere. Another saying in the step programs is, I can't handle it. God can. I think I'll let him. Yep, did you hear that? Okay. I've got uh, power greater than myself. I can't handle it. I think that God can, or this power that you've decided is greater than you, can at least certainly help you handle it. Now, we come to a very, very big decision in the next step. To allow God, to allow your greater power, higher power, to help you. 
Till next time, thank you for listening.